Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Trident Wargaming Podcast here. And we're joined again, the Battle Bros. Although we're missing Dan, that's okay. I'm joined here with my co-host, Andy. Yo, yo. We've got Alex. Hello, Heresy fans. And then myself, I'm Bill. And we're just kicking in another Horus Heresy episode for you. And we're going to be talking about a few different topics. Um... Before we jump in, we can just do some quick uh, uh, hobby stuff. What have you guys been doing hobby-wise? I know I know, the new box and playing some games. There's been some tinkering and building and whatnot. Uh, Andy, you want to go first? It's been, it's been a busy last couple of weeks, actually. Yeah, it has. <laughs> for, for, I think, all of us, to, to be honest. So, um, Just from getting some games in doing a kind of a demo game for a close friend of ours, uh, Hal there, um, who's just jumping in, you know, um, also working on the new Legion, the thousand sons, which finally, you know, kind of pulled a, you know, trigger on. Right. So finally decided on them. Um, and then, uh, just kind of trying to read up on all the rules and, and, uh, <laughs> all the info that we've been getting, you know, and uh, the chats that have been going crazy and on fire the last few weeks. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, just was working on some sec mech, uh, trying to get tacticals together. Of course, it was the old MK3 kits. Haven't even touched the main set yet. So, um, that would be for a different Legion down the road. But, um, yeah, just some dreadnoughts, you know, just some stuff I had in, uh, coal storage. So. <laughs> Nice. That's really, really it about me, for me, on uh, the heresy front. How about you, Alex? What about you? I know you've been busy. I have. I, I actually got two rhinos assembled, and I'm I'm about 70 or 80% done the Kratos. I just, uh, I don't I don't know if I see it fitting in my Legion, but uh, I, I just, I think the kit's fantastic. It's just a mean-looking big tank, and... Uh, um, I almost want to find a reason to make it fit. It's so exciting, and it's it's like it's almost done. I'm just doing the the weapons, all the different weapons for the turrets, and uh, it looks big. It looks mean, and That's it's your, uh, exciting. For your emperor's children, like I said, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really fit. <laughs> it doesn't really fit the EC theme at this point. But uh, I'm sure if it's not EC, it's a legion down the road uh, that it'll fit nicely into. I think it looked pretty badass in color. Those colors. Oh yeah, some purple, yeah. some gold trim, maybe. Maybe some marble in there. You never know. I bought like uh, eight different shades of purple, and they're just sitting here staring at me. I gotta pick a, uh, an actual color, shade, and scheme here to go with pretty quick. I got enough built. Nice. Awesome. That'll be good to see. Yeah, that is awesome. More emperor's children. We don't see enough of them, right? It's true. So very true. It's good. It's good. Very true. Um, How about you, Bill? Oof, myself. I've been a chaos whore. Um, <laughs> I've been kind of going through getting some uh, word bearers all pulled out of uh, being boxed up 
also just recently um uh for those who are in the know uh 40k chaos codex dropped which is nice because i'm gonna actually try and port majority of my infantry back and forth between the systems but using my 30k models uh, but i've been just kind of yeah getting those ready um finishing off uh some conversions on a praetor and really it's just i'm at the paint stage i i have lots to paint uh two spartans still staring me down the build for him but in time um it's mostly just yeah galvor back uh getting them ready on the table um yeah just just trying to put a little bit of effort all over the place without uh without burning out which a little bit of a struggle so um it happens yeah it does it, it, it is does. yeah it wow. is a struggle it is. You know, Alex went pretty hard with just putting Marines together the last little bit. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> I, I built that box, and I did a whole bunch of conversions, and I like I built some special characters, and I got my, my Palatine Blades done, my Cacophony done, and then I just like gassed out. I was like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna play video games for the next yeah. week because I just can't, I can't look at a model right now. Yeah. I remember you saying that too in the chat. I'm just like done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. That's awesome. That happens, though. Awesome. It does happen. So, And speaking of conversions, I mean, we've seen a crazy amount of Praetor oh. and character conversions over the last few weeks, and, like, yeah. mainly from the Praetors of the set. Yeah. But then you've also been seeing some other ones come up, which are like, ooh, those are awesome. So it's good to see that part of the hobby, you know, and, and Heresy coming back, right? So, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's been a nice but. resurgence that way, for sure. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, kicking off, first things first, we went to uh, Victoria, B.C. last weekend there for a yep. uh, awesome event. It was the Boys of the Golden Thrones Titan Death event, and uh, it was pretty legit. Uh, 16 players. We played 1,500-point Legios um, yep. for your force and uh, played three games pretty much for a day but uh it, it was a great event um the guys were really cool to actually go down and finally you know meet face to face uh met a lot of people that i've been chatting with online um at the event itself which was really cool that it's always kind of nice you know to have that interaction in real life and then you know go have a couple of brews while you're playing and rolling dice so um it was pretty legit uh, and a lot of different lists that's kind of what i liked was there just a big variety, right? Everyone had a little bit of everything, so it's pretty. It uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Dan did fairly well uh, there. He uh, he was rocking out. He was known as like the Warhound Torpedo, and uh, he basically, if you've heard us talk about his Volpa Legio at all, it basically points right at you, and everything charges in and just lays waste, man. Um, it did so. It did quite well there. He was having a blast. I know guys were like, what? As he's teleporting through the building with warp displacement and then getting these massive charges off and also all the strats layered in. And it's like, oh, I've got a 14-inch charge. And you're like, how, man? It just blows right through. It's just <laughs> insane. So I don't, I get, I don't uh, they weren't attacks. ready for Dan. Pardon? It's like I get I get two attacks plus three plus my tail. Yeah. That's uh, seven attacks, and I'm plus three strength, and I get plus three for charging. And yeah, uh, yeah goodbye. Yeah, whatever I hit, I'm gonna kill. It's pretty wild. 
Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, they obviously they weren't ready for that yeah. <laughs> at all, right? Because everybody was pretty amazed. So, if I with that list, you like have to feed them Titans. You're like, all right, here's a Reaver. Hopefully, it blows up in your face. Yeah, I hope it takes yeah. out that dirty Warhound <laughs> <laughs> just to buy me an extra turn, right? So, um, there's ways to do it. Uh, but yeah, it was really good to connect with the boys there, uh, John and AJ, um, over the event, and also meet the guys. Um, Yep. That you know they they frequent with in the tabletop gaming. Um, if you're following along with our Instagram, you would have seen a picture of those hooligans, all uh, you know, <laughs> uh, beer infused and ready to play. So it was pretty yep. good that way. Um, later on in the fall, they're actually doing a uh, Kippers Melee uh, Horse Heresy event, and uh, that'll be happening in October, mid October. So a few of us are going to go down there for that. And, is uh, that Vancouver or Victoria again? That's in Nanaimo. So right out, right closer to Vancouver. Oh, so just like slightly easier to get to. It's still on the island. Yeah, yeah, it's still there. Like if you go to Victoria, you're driving like I think it's an hour and a half. Or from uh, Vancouver, it's like a 20 minute uh, little cruise over. So. Or we rent a boat and we sail the coast and arrive like pirates. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. We're just gonna have to. We're gonna have to come up with a counter outfit. Like God gave me the strength to to show up in uh, in golden tights, but uh, I just don't. I don't feel it's in me. We're gonna have to come up with a a more conservative alternative. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Although the the boat would be hilarious. Houseboat trip. Heresy onesie with uh, with pirate hats. Oh, okay. heresy onesies! Jeez, my goodness! <laughs> the heresy houseboat. God damn it! As long so. as you wear the patch there, uh, Alex. You can have the pirate patch. <laughs> oh, man. Just knocking over train trying to pick up dice because you got no depth perception. <laughs> Dar, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Pretty much. Pretty much. But speaking of terrain, the uh, the terrain at the event was really, really great. It was yeah. awesome. There's a lot of guys contributing to, to the event as well. Um, and the boards just look fantastic, right? They had themes to them and everything. Um, it was really, really fun to play play in. You know, I got just demolished in the game, in the tourney. I think I was probably the first one that got the engine kill on me, right? So uh, I definitely lost the Warhound right off the bat and just... Um, oh, and sorry to just interject. They were really, really emphasizing, like, this is the Titanicus event. I want to hear Here. fucking engine kill. Engine kill an engine. Yeah. Let's hear it, boys. And after that, some of the guys were like, engine kill, like yeah. across the hall. Yeah. yeah. I also had that happen to me in my first game. And I was like, shit, you know, just, <laughs> it was my princeps and he just went down. So just the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, good games with, with everybody that was there, uh, you know, ended up realizing that, okay, I have to kind of relook at the game again and, and relook at how I have my maniples and stuff, and maybe this isn't quite what's working for me, right? So, um, but really good experience, a lot of fun. The guys were all legit and, uh, you know, really, really helpful playing the game too because most of them, like, haven't probably played in a little bit either. Yeah. Uh, right, and the same kind of thing with us where we, you know, shaking off the rust, but, I mean, after that first round everybody was just into it right yeah. like everybody was just oh yeah i remember this now boom let's yeah. go right and a lot of explosions That's and i know weird. i know i know bill had a 
good round of explosions in one of his matches. My last game, and I'll, I will talk about it because it was so epic. epic. It was so epic. Um, but uh, yeah, the first round was three hours as like the Rust Breaker. And uh, just to, you know, echo Andy there. Yeah, we haven't played for a long time. A lot of the guys haven't played. And then, yeah, as you're kind of fumbling your way through the first turn, I ended up getting and I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I can't remember. I was like, damn, like, I know there's, I know there's a thing I want to do with this army. And I just, <laughs> I just can't remember <laughs> the subtlety of it. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah, after first round, it got well, um, it got well into the routine. Uh, my last game was against Phil and I was playing a Extermigans, um, Manipul where he has the three warlords and it was pretty gnarly. Uh, we were playing on John's, um, was it Sector Mechanicum uh, from the Grimdark Terrain uh, table, which was really nice to play on, uh, by the way. And uh, what ended up happening is you had to take these objectives as your, your primaries, and you wanted to score your opponents. So I was right in his face, uh, turn two, I had both my Reavers. I ended up doing some pretty wild stuff. I was able to do charges on each of them uh, with overwhelming rage, so free charges, no rolls needed. And I used my Distorted Form ability to get up close. And then I used the uh, Unbridled Hatred on the other one. Uh, made my charges really long. Uh, was in combat. These Warlords I'm in combat with are holding their own. Because they're just repairing as much as they can. But they're all critted out. They're maxed out on their tracks. Both of them. The one that I'm shooting actively with. With my third Reaver. And then long bombing all these low heat, you know, Quake and... APOC missiles from my other warlord who's super slow and he's moving six every turn trying to move around this big crane piece to engage the center and anyways what ended up happening is warlord overheats the one that's not engaged with anybody overheats and it goes critical and uh ends up blowing up killing my reaver that's in combat and that reaver ends up flying back blowing up and then killing the other two uh, tightens the reaver again and then that reaver magazine detonated killed the other warlord where it's just a warlord on warlord fight but he's so far and he's standing right beside two objectives there's no way in hell i'm gonna make it there because that warlord just can't move fast enough and i was trying to quake him and spin him he was spinning everywhere i was trying to push him away from the the <laughs> objectives right however i could and i just couldn't couldn't manage to do it so what turned out to be like oh this is it felt very in the bag and it turned its uh, turned the game around on me really quick with just some really crazy stuff, which is why Titanicus is so good. Uh, but yeah, that was probably one of the best games I've played in a really long time. It uh, it was great. It was great. So big, big explosions and a lot of fun. Yeah, that's Titanicus for you. Yeah. Did you did you play your your Quake missile list where like uh, you have like gets hot Quake missiles? Um. I was going to run it, but I ended up actually because they they had it where we were at three stratagem points. Um, so I ended up actually just taking warp displacement and a concealment barrage because I just I didn't want to go all in with these uh, quake missiles just for one round. That uh, ruin of civilization stratus expensive. It's so fun though. It is. It's hilarious because everything just gets quaked out, and you're like, oh, awesome, and everything just runs in, right? But. I just, yeah, I, I wanted some mileage out of the the strats, and the Concealment Barrage, like, saved my ass every time, which was nice, so. It was nice. 
It is the best auto take. It is. It is. Um, focusing more on heresy, getting to some of the the good stuff now. Let's talk those PDFs that dropped. They released pretty much the horse heresy equivalent of like the PDF legends. Um, this is basically all the units that were in the game previously, but didn't make it into these core books. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a little blurb where um, they might tweak points. Some of them might come back later. Uh, it very much reads like a stopgap for some units. Uh, they might come in, I'm assuming, what's going to be campaign books or future books coming out. Um, but overall, and I'm trying to be as, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. Optimistic. Optimistic, sure. That's a good word for it. Um, majority of the units in that PDF, I would say, got shafted pretty hard. And it, it definitely has caused a lot of knee-jerk um, reactions kind of thing in the community. Yeah. And I guess let's let's talk about some of these changes. And I, I'm interested to hear what you guys know or what you guys are thinking about it. And also listening, like comment what you think about it too. Because uh, you might agree with us, you might think we're out to lunch, but I want to hear if you, if you're on the same page as uh, as we are. And this is also coming from like long-term heresy gamers, so we're we're trying to give as good perspective as we can. But yeah, what do you guys what do you guys think overall? Go ahead, Andy. Um, Alex is just waiting. He's like, oh. yeah, I know. <laughs> he always wants the last word. Yeah. <laughs> It's not true. I'm just interested in your opinion. <laughs> um, a lot of it kind of just glancing through. Like, I didn't look at every single unit, but, you know, uh, a lot of it, a little lackluster, I'd say, mm. some of the units. And I've noticed that a lot of these units are, you know, either they don't have models for them or they are pretty much, you know, the Forge World Um miniatures right so but then on the other hand they do have certain units in there like the ultramarine fulman terrace terminators that they seem pretty good right um so it's kind of it's kind of a mixed bag you know uh unfortunately there are some units that like bill said you know got uh kind of got toned down a fair bit without using any, you know, real vulgar words, but <laughs> um, they've lost like a lot of abilities that they used to have. Right. And uh, we know some of the flyers are there um, that have, have just been really, really toned down. Yeah. Um, one is the, the, the big Ram, the Cestus uh, or Castus. Yeah. The Castus salt Ram. Like it's, it's really just, Okay, it has a big transport capacity, but it lost its little abilities that it had before. So it does doesn't even have that. It's transport twelve. <laughs> it's it's transport yeah. twelve that bulky will affect it. It's basically a three hundred point rhino. Yeah. Hey, it flies. Come on. Flying rhino. That's an assault vehicle. I can deep strike. It has a flare shield. I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, I guess comparatively, though, we're we're talking like 
its first edition um, version compared to now. It basically so, can only take half the guys. I, so, and again, like I think we've 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 picked on this poor flyer now for like two weeks uh, or a week and a half since this thing has been released. Yeah. Um, it it is probably the most egregious one, other than the basilisks or some of the artillery that that took mm. a real hard hit. Um, almost unnecessarily, I think. I think reasonably, the, the the case just needed some rules clarification and a change to how it interacted um, to, to crush its transport capacity in half um, and have it be three hundred fifty points is almost like a. It's like, please don't buy this unit from us. Like, obviously, it's discontinued, but like, there's clearly a desire for this not to be in the game. Whoever wrote these these rules. No, it's true. Yeah, true. Like, it's uh, it's, yeah. it's 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 it sucks because like there's there are players that have these models and they are some of their favorite models, right? Like miniatures. So, you know, as a player, it's hard to see, hard to really take it in and be like, oh, I'm gonna put this in my army still. But now it's uh, you can use your points better somewhere else, right? Like At the, least in my, in my opinion, right? But yeah, I, I agree with that. I think I think a lot of the discussion here the last week has been like either you're on the side of the fence where you're your your specific faction or or uh, like I won't talk about the faction specific units, but just the general units in that came out took a a, a decent hit. Like they're no longer nearly as effective yeah. as they they were in first edition. No, that's true. Um, and then on top of that, there was some pretty substantial price increases um, on units. In this in this attachment here, that um, like I don't know why, like most people weren't playing these units anyways, but like to get like a twenty five or thirty percent point increase seems again like you're on that side of the fence where you're you're convinced that GW is is trying to um, rules change the rules in a way that'll stop you from buying these units or or pirating them or however you're getting them at this point, just because they don't they don't want you using these units anymore. They want you using core book units. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like some of this stuff, I think to be honest, what for me, which was nice because I'm a dirty Mechanicum player, um, there's a lot of stuff in this that historically um, Marine players used to beat up other Marine players with, and a lot of it got nerfed. Like I think, I think the general consensus in the the, the way the rules have gone here in Second Edition so far is they do want Marines to be more survivable in this edition. And so like having 25 units in the legends codex with AP three will just turn it back into first edition where um, everyone will be running like seven or eight armored vehicles and they'll, they'll take their minimum tactical squads because they just don't do anything because there's so many AP three weapons on the table. Now, I think at least with all this artillery being AP four with, with shred or breach, um, it at least gives you a chance which I, I don't know. I personally think was a good change overall. Even yeah, even though they did take a big nerf. Yeah, it it changes it changes the whole dynamic of the game, which is good. I'm I'm okay with things changing, um, especially as like an Iron Warrior player and wanting to run you know uh, big guns, artillery stuff like that. The common like points increase for a lot of these tanks is they're all like 200 points now and it's like eh, okay you know like whirlwind's looking okay um 
I, I do have like a Medusa and a Basilisk conversion I did uh, with Chimeras, and then I put actual Space Marine uh, bits all over them to try and make them, you know, look the part at least, and they're magnetized, and I base sprayed them, but they just, they never could quite fit in my Hammer of Olympia list, right? I wanted to take other stuff, and I was really looking forward to taking them now, but it's like, well, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll look at some other like units My, myself i'm very much looking at core stuff um to try and make my armies out of it's nice in the fact that we at least got this pdf so we can still mm -hmm. use our models if we want to um obviously majority of them aren't as good but i'm thankful that at least we got that um especially coming from uh uh you know a bit of 40k background and the way things have changed so drastically between some of the editions, uh, you know, I, I find myself kind of reading a lot of these forums. People, you know, rightly I get people are upset about stuff, but I'm kind of like, shit, you know, uh, you know, this isn't the first time I've seen it, and I, all right, you know, it's just okay, just moving on, right? Like it, it's just the way it is. But I get some people are uh, some people are upset, and you know, a lot of their units. Or the way they built armies, like it no longer functions that way. But I think that was the intent was to flip everything on its head. These legions do seem to really play to their fluff now, um, as far as uh, as far as like the uh, infantry being more survivable. Absolutely, I think they're way harder to kill. Vehicles have been toned down to the point where they're not blowing squads off the table. It feels very combat orientated when you're trying to maneuver these actual squadrons of like men right you're just piling all these troops in you're piling some elites in and it just turns into this big massive brawl and some of these units are hard to kill especially you know uh, a tactical squad next to an objective fuck man that slap fight's gonna last forever it's just crazy um but it's it's good i i, I like the change i i really think they've done a good job on uh on it overall like now that i've played a few games it feels very different but the same in a sense i guess the same setting right but different gameplay and i i do find it refreshing because it's getting me to look at armies that i used to play and it's like okay hey, this is what i used to have and it's like hmm. like i'm trading a lot of vehicles out for bodies throwing a lot of boots on the table and uh i kind of like i kind of like having you know swaths of infantry rolling up the table so it's it's nice that way um yeah like I, we, we kind of talked about it this weekend a little bit you know i i built a i built an ec army like seven years ago and it was this maroscara list and yeah. i was going to run it this way there's like bikes and you know land speeders and it's going to do this and it's going to outflank and i'm going to do all this you know and i can't, i can't look at this rule set and build that army and don't get me wrong i now have like a considerable chunk of money and change sitting on my my table here which is actually was one of the only sections i painted i don't intend to use um in the new forest just because i don't like i think these there's other units here that are better they're more thematic they fit better like i get to use cacophony you now i get to use palatine blades um like the there's enough flavor in the core units with tacticals and despoilers that like they're they're good they're fluffy they're fun to use like they fit all the they they tick they tick all the boxes without having say like okay I need my mandatory three javelins in this list because like I need an anti tank uh, for an outflank like 
I can do that now with other options in this book for the yeah. first time, which is super exciting. Like, you know, even to say, like, we, we talk about the PDFs here, like, I, I'm actually, I think I'm in the, maybe in the minority, but the Sun Killer Squad for Emperor's Children came out, which came out in a PDF uh, of just a few weeks ago, actually, in White Dwarf, just before the, the main release dropped, yeah. um, is actually pretty good. Like, it's, 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 it's points intensive, don't get me wrong, but it's a good heavy support choice. Uh, and it's infantry, which is like, for the first time, like, I'm looking at basically a Devastator Squad and saying, yeah, I'd take that for the first time ever. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I I wonder I wonder if we like like how you said it does say that they might move over some of these units into the core um, units, right? I wonder if they'll do that with some of them, uh, like some of the tanks and stuff. Just looking like you know, like the Legion Macharius heavy oh, tank yeah. but but like down the road maybe for you know maybe they can include that into like the militia armies or something like that right yeah, you know, nice I, I, I wonder if they'd do that kind of stuff but it, it would be nice to see I, i'd be happy if they just kind of redress the points on the super heavies i feel they were just a little too heavy-handed on some of them 750 um, some of them are just yeah pricey what's well, like the that's like most of them are 700 yeah well all the bane like, blades are like 750 almost yeah seven bane like hammer nine, 750, bane blades 750. Yeah. seems this is like kind of that range you're like that's, Ooh, that's that's pricey that's a warhound like yeah well that, that's what a warhound was so now i'm wondering oh shit it's like a warhound gonna be like 1250 or something crazy right like you don't know so the leaked Mechanicus book has oh. the prices and it's 750. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> is yeah. it? Well, then I'm yeah. happy wow. to I'm happy to hear that then. Um, wow. Hmm. The Shadow Sword is 850. Yeah, not all super heavies are made equal apparently. So <laughs> um which is okay, kind of cool. So, I uh, you know, Andy, I think I think you had a good point there. There there might be a, you know, a down the road here where they redress all these heavy super heavy costs in a in a solar auxilia um exactly specific book and maybe drop the prices specifically if you're in a solar auxilia army yeah that's uh, like that was my thinking too right it's just okay you might see some of this stuff go over like it's you know fitting for those armies um to have those kind of tanks in in there in in their own book Mm -hmm. that being Um, said can we just know. talk about the absolute fanboying that that Forge World and GW doing are are doing for Dark Angels? Like, what the fuck? Well, okay, <laughs> I, I was gonna bring it up. I wanted to know what happened. Like, what warp fueled BS went down? Like, <laughs> a bunch of Dark Angel stuff just immediately appeared on this PDF that I've never seen before. And then they also like gave a lot of love with these uh, Terminator variants. So they have Tartaros like Deathwing Terminators, but then they also have Cataphracti Deathwing Terminators, and no other Legion-specific squads like that are multi-armor mark. They're like a set build. Like Sekhmet is Cataphracti. Yeah, that's what it is, right? And it's like, okay. And then it's like, oh, you're, you know, Tyrant Siege Terminators, they're Cataphracti. And you start going through, and like most of them are Cataphracti, but uh, 
then you start kind of looking at all these, you know, some of these squads that people have made. It's like, oh, this isn't Tartarus. Well, yeah, that doesn't actually exist. So now what are you going to do with that, with that actual squad now? But it's yeah. just Dark Angels got like some crazy love. And like, I might be biased, right? Used to be a Space Wolf guy pretty hard. And I, still, I, a Space Wolf guy. still a Space Wolf guy, but yeah, I just, I don't know what, this, I don't know what happened over there. Right. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, they're the first man. They had like everything. And I'm like. Enough of that. So they never made any of these models? Like, the Tartarus Terminator companions, for sure, they didn't make. The Enigmatus right? Cavell isn't a thing yet, either. No. Um, but the Cataphracti, did they make them? No, they made the... Uh, I thought they made those fancy-looking Terminator guys. They've got an entry, though. Hmm. Okay. They have their own specific one. And their hmm. um, their swords are pretty beefy. Okay. Pretty beefy. Those tyrannic, I think, uh, uh, great swords they're called. But it's just, huh. yeah, it's some some weird weird warp trickery went down. Um, I like, I I want to want to make a Deathwing army to just make a better Mechanicus <laughs> army because that Exidio battle automata is sexy. Oh, that thing's crazy. So crazy. Three hundred fifty. Holy smokes. That's like that's before upgrades, man. That thing's like solid, like four hundred points, and it will wreck things. Yeah. A four up, feel no pain on that bastard. Five Two packs. up, five up, four Six up, wins. feel no pain. It's got like it's got brutal two or three on its melee attacks. Brutal two, vengeful rage. See, so it's yeah, it's got. What yeah. do we figure? We, it's nine. It's got nine attacks on the charge with just melee weapons. All at like strength. Seven or nine, AP two, and 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 like six of them do brutal brutal two. Are we sure this is a Dark Angels unit or is it a World Eater unit? Like that's definitely from what you're describing. It's wild, <laughs> it's so wild, crazy. Hmm. Now there's a lot, eh? Yeah. The PDF. The yeah, PDF. and then you and then you look at look at my Falcon's claws, and it's like no. Oh. That was a shit unit to begin with, though. <laughs> for, for 95 points. Yeah, but, yeah. See, I don't know. I, I kind of have this little conspiracy theory that some of the squads that got good are going to be released later on in an actual kit. And like I can see them releasing the Ultramarine Fulminaris Terminators. Uh, to me, that just seems like a given. Um, obviously, I can see a lot of Dark Angel stuff coming out as well. Um, there's just, there's certain units in the book that are better than others. Uh, even like the straight up Indominus Terminator armor entry, that's legit. Like that entry alone is pretty cool considering they can have storm shields. They're only four up, but they're one of the only Terminator units that can do that. And it's like we want cataphracty survivability with Tartaro sweeping advance and running. Yeah, well, they can't they can't run because um, they're heavy. Well, that's why they're heavy, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, they're heavy, but they can sweep and Overwatch and everything else, which is like, oh man, it's just it's a really nice balance of yeah the rules. Um, hmm. So that that I'm looking forward to, but I I could also see that coming out in a new kit. Um, especially with the rumors that we're dropping, you know, today with uh, 
how there's going to be like Primaris Terminators coming out 2023. So if that if that actual range is coming in, they might be either reboxing, which I hope not, but they might be redoing Terminators for Heresy maybe, which would be kind of cool. Probably, considering they put scouts out there, right? Yeah. So I can't wait to put Primaris Terminators in Heresy. <laughs> so much rage. There's gonna be so much rage over those pictures. Guys will be like, hey man, I wanna know if it's cool if I use this, knowing for sure they're gonna, you know, just stir the hornet's nest and get somewhere cars. someone has been named my arch nemesis. I just haven't met them yet. <laughs> That's right, yeah. He's lurking online as we speak, waiting to see that comment though. Can I uh can I use the primaris terminators at thirty K? Primaris apparently is a super oh. dirty word in 30k. Although, I, I won't lie, it's the range of bits that you can pull from a lot of those kits are very useful. And I'll just leave it at that. Mix and mash everything, especially a lot of the hands and like, you know, the communicator shit on the intercessors. There's, there's a lot of cool stuff and upgrade kits that you can use, so I wouldn't rule them all out. There's just, yeah, the range is vast so. you know what man your hobby is your hobby if exactly. it looks cool fucking yeah. go for it yeah. that's exactly that's... And, and anyone that tells you different doesn't represent the hobby and they're a piece of shit yeah yeah I'm and we've and, you know we've we've heard that we've heard we've, we've had some chats with people where it's like question has been asked and you know they literally get slammed for it and it's like why why are you doing that to a new player like, <laughs> i say that but man, if you show up with one v like one on one like direct primaris for 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 Mark Mark three to six, I will make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's not as easy just to throw them in an army, right? For sure. But I don't know. There's that. I'll play you. I'll play you. Yeah. And we'll have fun. But I'll still make fun of you for it. See, and that'd be okay. That'd be okay. I just. Yeah, I always think about, like, when did Rule of Cool stop being cool? Especially if it looks yeah. fucking cool, right? Like, That sounds yeah. really old coming from you right now. Are right. we that old? I, I know, right? Like, it does sound old, but that's been, well, that's been yeah. the thing forever, man. We, it's like something are, my dad would say. We are that old, Alex. I mean, I, I, I do play both actions, so usually they say once you hit that 40 mark, you jump into it bolt action uh, session it's either yeah what was it oh. uh dan posted that <laughs> once you hit 40 you either smoke meat or you play historical world war ii yeah. tabletop games <laughs> so i don't know yeah just yeah yeah put it out there i'm not 40 but, yet but i got started on bolt action early i guess so but uh heresy uh yeah. back to heresy yeah uh, so I just I had to double check this because it actually kind of started to upset me. But Indominus and Cataphract are the exact same points. Okay. Yeah. And so why now, would granted, you take Cataphracty? So you can still take Thunderhammers on Cataphracty, but you're you have to pay for Indominus to get the shield to give them the four up. So they're actually fifty points more a squad to get the same survivability cataphract die. So for 50 points more, you gain sweeping advance for the same for the same resilience, basically. That's actually not a bad trade-off. No. 
Works good, I think. At least it, yeah, that's at least it gives you that option. You're like, hey, I need, you know, I'm gonna run some some marines over, so I want to be able to sweep. So I'm gonna take yeah. Indominus Terminators now. At least it's nice to have that option. Yeah, we can almost all feel like Imperial Fists, almost. I think Give almost everybody hammers. is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tartaros with shields is just the pinnacle of. It's funny because units. Heard of another two players jumping into Imperial Fists. It's just like, holy smokes. Just it's a lot. But might, Bill might have to play his Iron Warriors. Just Oof. to balance the teams. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Word bears first. I got sacrifices to make. <laughs> so, um, but kicking into one of the last parts, um, I've seen a ton of questions on this online. So I, I, I want to go through it. And uh, try and hive mine it. This is a little bit of 30k theoretical for us. Basically, tactical squads mm-hmm. versus the spoiler squads. And what loadout, just for squads in general, what loadout do you think you're going to get more mileage out of for your sergeants and your squad loadouts? Like, we can talk about the tactical squad in depth first. Like, I just kind of want to break it down on that because i've seen a ton of different people asking about it and uh tactical squads are no joke and like i'm gonna follow along my book because i want to make sure i'm not missing out on anything but when i start looking at tactical squads it really depends for me on what i'm wanting like the squad to actually do and i personally don't think that the uh 20-man big blobs are worth it over 10, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, my go-to loadout so far has been, like, the classic Artificer Armor, Melt-A-Bomb, but I've been going with uh, Lightning Claw on, like, my Sergeants, and I really like it because, one, it's rending, and it's got Shred, which makes it very, to me, seems very powerful. Um, weapon Skill 4, not huge. Strength 4, it's not huge. Uh, but it's that it's that shred with the rending, so you're fishing for sixes, and it's AP3 all the time that I think really gives that particular loadout a lot of um, a lot of mileage on the table. And myself, I'm a really big fan of chain bayonets on the squads themselves. Uh, I, again, just strength five shred is it's insane. Uh, these squads were able to churn out a ton of attacks and really do quite well um, against, you know, one another. Uh, Having Heart of the Legion, which is, you know, the Feel No Pain, and then if you're within, I think it's six of an objective, uh, then it bumps up to a five plus. If you're going to take an Apothecary, it bumps up to a four plus. Um, It's very good. Like, you can't can't go wrong, I don't think. Um, Vexilla should be auto-takes, as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, yeah, I just, Vexilla should always be in your squad, no matter what. That plus one to combat res, uh, is absolutely just bonkers. And it can do a lot of, a lot of good. Um, as far as, as far as that goes, Nuncio Vox, for me, is a little hit and miss. It depends, I guess, if you're going to be utilizing it. So, just to, to interject there, but that Vexilla actually has a second part to it. So, which is pretty neat. So, like, 
before you you uh, roll the dice to determine your fallback distance, you can choose, I believe, to roll a d6 instead of 2d6, right? Um, Correct. And then also it has, if you're forced to move off the board, you'll actually stop an inch with whatever models that are going off the board. They'll actually stop an inch of the board edge. Yeah, it stops you from fleeing off the table. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, like Bill said, is it definitely an auto take for ten yeah. points? Pfft. Yeah. If you can't fit it in, lose Artie armor and take the Vixilla. That's that's my hot take on tactical squads. Um, I just, yeah, I can't recommend doing that stuff enough. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. Nuncio Vox, I think, can be handy if you go up against a lot of deep strike. Um, stuff, a lot of uh, corrupted stuff, things with the fear um, keyword, or uh, you're dealing with a lot of night fighting, just because it can kind of help uh, step around the, the minus one uh, penalty to leadership. So that's not that's not bad at all. Um, but but I'm interested to hear like Andy, Alex, your thoughts on like the tactical squad loadout for sergeants, and even just for the actual squads themselves. Like you guys, you guys feel. Would you like me to go feeling? first, Alex? Uh, yeah, sure. Like to an extent, <laughs> I, I don't actually disagree with a whole lot with what you said. Um, the only thing I don't like is lightning claw, and ironically, um, Bill goosed me with a lightning claw and killed my sergeant before I got to hit back. Um, yeah. This just just the other day, <laughs> but <clears throat> I I still think uh, the power fist already is a mainstay for me and kind of always will be. I think there's there's a little bit like I'm 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 looking at you know either I'm going to be I'm going to chain sword it or I'm going to power fist I'm not going to do a whole lot in between for my for my sergeants and the only reason I do that is because then I have I have uh, up hitting options so if I do run into a dreadnought or a vehicle or something I have a, a reliable two to three attacks you know on the charge that I'm going to be able to hit into into like an AV twelve or thirteen item and or 11 to 12 item and be able to do some damage or, you know, actually hit back against some terminators. I don't going to, you know, if I, if cataphracty charge my tacticals, I know I'm basically going to get gas. So what I'll do is, you know, at least I'll kill one with a power fist or hopefully two, if they sure. don't make a save type of thing. That's it. Like, it's just, it's just running the odds on slightly better combat overages over multiple games. Um, I don't, I don't think uh, I would invest in, you know, Plasma guns, full plates, princes, hand, hand flamers. Um, I'm still up in the air on melt bombs. I think melt bombs are really good this edition, like really good. Um, I just don't think they're as good against dreadnoughts as people think they're going to be. Yeah. With one hit with on a weapon skill five with a with a weapon skill four um, model model, you're like you're, yeah. you're 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 you've got one chance, one five up yeah. to basically do D three damage to a contemptor. Um, and then he still has a five up save. So like your your odds are just like and then you got a D three, like there's a still a there's still a one in three chance you're gonna only do um one one wound. So like I'd rather have the fist and then I get you know I get three attacks to get at least one five or two attacks to get one five off if I don't charge. You know, doubles my odds of doing one damage is in my world. Yeah, no, that's that's fair for sure. What about um? Oh, sorry, Andy, go ahead because I want to hear what you got to say about it too. 
Well, weapon wise, like well, okay, so let's not go weapon wise yet. Um, between the the two squads, uh, I'm looking at their their actual abilities with the the Fury of the Legion and the Spite of the Legion. Yeah. Now, Fury of the Legion, you know, bolters you get to fire the extra shot, right? If you haven't moved or, or ran or whatever in movement phase. Um, every time. But when you look at Spider of the Legion, there's a lot of uh, limitations to it, right? And there's, there's a few. And um, I, I don't quite like it. Like, I, I'd probably rather take an Assault Squad instead of the spoilers, right? Now, granted... When you're looking at like a loadout for Marines, those two types of Marines, um, regular Marines, uh, again, with the um, uh, the chain blades, you know, me and Bill have talked about this too before, like, because I've taken a unit with chain swords and they didn't do too bad, right? A lot more attacks, you know, and whatnot, but that extra strength really does help, right? Um, as for the... Um, the spoiler squad for another two points, you can take heavy chain swords on all of them, which, you know, that changes things a little bit, but you just don't, you don't have a, sh uh, a longer range shooting weapon compared to like, um, just regular tactical squads. And you'll get a, you'll get w one more strength on the, the chain, uh, the, uh, heavy chain sword compared to the uh, chain blades. So depending on, I think depending on maybe, the legion you're playing mm. right is is where these are going to shine um tactical squads for me are they're always going to be a take in any army that i play um you know just having guns just blasting away um they do really good with imperial fists right they get that bonus kind of thing um but just being able to fire the extra shots helps as for the sergeants, it's it's a mix-up, you know. Yeah, I agree with I agree with Alex with the power fist, and I agree with Bill with the, the lightning claw. It's just a matter of where or what you're sending your marines at, yeah. right? Like, I played Hal the other day, and I I charged his dreadnought with chain blades, and um, I think my guy had actually I just had chain blades. Just to see how it does, right? And it did not do well. <laughs> no. And then uh, <laughs> I was like, "There's a better end to that story." <laughs> no, it it did not do well, um, just because of the the weapon skill, right? Um, so it's it's interesting, right? Maybe the assaults or the not the skull, maybe the, the spoilers would have done better. Hard to say, right? It's it's all that weapon skill. Marines are definitely. Uh, we kind of know this. You know, I, I don't think Marines are really going to be meant to go up against Dreadnoughts, right? Yeah. So you're going to have Dreadnoughts versus Dreadnoughts kind of thing. Or just blast them out of the, you know, battlefield. But overall, uh, out of those two uh, units, my choice is going to be the Tax Squad um, over the spoilers for myself. Um, and... Uh, as for the other equipment and stuff too, like uh, Nuncio Vox, we you talked about the minus one leadership kind of thing. You know, ignores the night fighting, which is cool. Yeah, but what's, um, what's your sergeant loadout? What's your loadout? 
that you're gonna take? I I went with a I went with a lightning claw. Lightning claw. Right. Lightning claw and Arnie armor. Yeah. So, that's what I went with, right? Yeah. Um. Again, no special pistol or anything. No, well, so the pistols. I don't. See it's not. It's not it. worth it to me. It's it's really not worth it to me. Um. So, yeah. Like I I know in the Legion Tactical Squad you can take uh, chain swords for five points a model. So over over the squad of ten, it's gonna be fifty points extra, which gives them a lot of versatility. Um, the reason I really like these despoiler squads and uh, like Alex and I were kind of talking about it when we played our game is I like having access to power weapons to cleave through these marine units. Um, the nice thing about the despoiler squad is that sergeant can be loaded out exactly the same. He can rock his sweet, sweet lightning claw. He's doing everything he gets to do before. The nice part is for every five models in the unit, you can take a power weapon. So you can rock your two power swords and a lightning claw, and you're gonna be cranking through marines. You'll probably be killing at least six a turn with AP three, which is nice. Um, it just it seems to I don't know for me it seems to help quite a bit um, in blowing through squads like slap fight tack on tack in our game, Alex. Like especially when we're all huddled around a, an objective, they didn't want to shift very easily. It was it was a couple rounds of combat before, you know, my squad eventually broke and was swept. But it just seems I don't know. Like I'd rather have the oomph to push through and just smash through a squad with extra power weapons in the in the unit and kind of crank out that way. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. Like I after after you kind of. I saw a despoiler, I was like, well, that's not a tactical squad. Um, and then I went and read the actual rules here, and, you know, really, a despoiler squad is just a tactical squad with without the bolters, uh, mm -hmm. but with, like, literally, they're, they're, they both have the option to do both what the other unit does. You can take a despoiler squad, kind of, or you can take a bolter or a tactical squad with um, chain swords and kind of make them a despoiler squad. The despoiler squad just does it cheaper, um, is more efficient, as a yeah. as a melee unit, um, but it really kind of comes down to what do you want? What do you want your tacticals to do? For the most part, um, with how with how awesome um, part of the legion is yeah. um, around an objective, uh, like I intend for like bigger games, I'm going to put ten tacticals in a rhino and I'm going to set them on objective. Yeah. That's it. They're going to sit there all game. They're going to blow up the rhino. They're going to get out and then they're going to sit on objective with a five up. And um, you know maybe I'll throw a an apothecary in there too, so they're, they're getting a four up. Four and I will just hour. I will just sit there until turn five. Yeah. And you're going to have to push me off to score. Um, and then I've got maybe though, maybe I want to go get objectives. So I'll take two tacticals and one despoiler squad, and I'll I'll hop in a rhino and I'll go up the board with an apothecary and I'll go grab and sit on an objective yeah. in center or your deployment zone. And then I've got. You know, I've got a, a, a four up there with a, an apothecary and some melee punch. So you're going to have to come and get me off or get me out of my rhino eventually. And when you charge me, I'm going to hit you back pretty hard, which is like, that's, that's nice. That's a, that's like a tactical option to take, which is, which is super, super sexy. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Having spite of the Legion and heart of the Legion makes that squad like makes that squad. I like very attractive for me. Um, my also thought is. I don't think 20-man squads are worth it, only in the sense as 
for what you pay for the extra 10, you may as well buy another squad of 10 because you get a sergeant for free. And it, to me, like, I'd rather have five squads of 10 versus two squads of 20 and one of 10 just because you have a lot more mobility on the board. Um, but that that's just me uh, looking at, you know, how the squad break down for points. They're 100 points apiece. Additional 10 is 10 points apiece. So I just, yeah, I get two sergeants and two 10-man squads versus 20, which is kind of nice. You're doubling up on uh, the ability to take your uh, power weapons if you want to, really. So. Yeah, and I think for how cheap power weapons are for five points, like even, um, well, that's actually in the spoilers are five points for the additional yeah. dudes, right? Which is so you get awesome. what you would have what four power weapons? No, you can only take two. Two in a ten man. If you did a twenty man, you could do four plus the sarge. That's that, that's what I'm saying. Is in a twenty man, you would have yeah, yeah, and a lot of shit load of attacks. Shit load of but, attacks. Yeah, like that, like. uh Two two power weapons like power like I don't know what what's the choice there, power axe. Yeah, uh, there's actually a couple you can pull it up because there's. there's we can take power axe, power sword, power mace, or lance, right? Those yeah, the four options. The power, yeah, the power spear, whatever the hell it is. Sword, axe, maul, and lance. Yeah. So all are really good. Uh, they're all AP three except for obviously the power axe. Um, it's unwieldy though. And then everything is basically plus one or plus two strength, except for the sword. On that in particular. But, you know, Power Sword has rending six plus, which is very nice. Power Lance is also pretty nice with plus one strength AP3 because of that reach. That's, I like that too. Um, I, I dare you to model a Lance on a unit. <laughs> See, they would look better on... And perform better on your units, though. They would, but I would I would take the axes because I get the the bullshit plus one initiative hit. Yeah. So I'm axes on on a niche three or niche two. Niche two. It's just crazy. Mm. It's just crazy. Which I, I thought was I, I straight up thought that was um, uh, BS until I actually reread the infrastructure entry and I'm just like, oh god, no. Yeah, so the way it's worded for the Emperor's Children rules is you get plus one initiative after all the special rules and modifiers have happened. Correct. And it, it doesn't even talk about initiative. It's just you hit it one initiative better in the first round of combat. Yeah. That you charge. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. But after everything. Yeah, and no, unwieldy just says that you strike an initiative one. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Pretty clear. That's wild. But yeah, I just yeah. I, I like the idea of power swords and lightning claws in a squad just rolling. Even rolling up in a rhino, just cruise, man. Like it's it's a good little good little unit. So I'm I'm plus one for despoiler and Andy's uh, what plus one for tactical. And I'm both. And then, well, you can't be both. You gotta pick one. God damn it. Why? Why? Well, because I just want to see. <laughs> well, I want to hear what most people are leaning towards. If it's tactical or despoiler, if they had to pick one. Okay, I, I think uh, I think because they're both useful, but because of just how much better the straight across tactical marine has gotten in second edition, I have to go with the the bolter tactical marine. That's fair. So so now looking at that, like when you when you're saying the spoiler build, are you looking at that 
more of because of what legion you're playing as well um like does that make an impact on your on your choice on that for me not not really like to to be honest i'd kind of like to have a couple of these squads just roaming around even in my iron warriors where i know my iron warriors are better suited to have tactical squads like in them purely just because of how the evats reaction works and olympia bolters and everything else but like even for my word bearers or any any legion in all honesty like could make probably some pretty solid use of just the way these uh the spoiler squad squads work my only ask is games workshop please come out with the spoiler kits okay too that would be great <laughs> oh that'd be so good they'll probably come out with assault squads yeah and then you just swap yeah just swap the thing. right but um like i know for myself a uh, thousand sons have they can switch out their or upgrade their bolter i believe uh, uh, here but they um they end up getting some special bolter that's a little bit better can't quite it's here so the kraken no uh no, it's something else here. Uh, Aether, I think. It's an Aether, not Fire Pistol, maybe. There it is. Asphyx, Bolter. Uh, range 18, Strength 4, AP5, Rapid Fire with Shred. So, I kind of was looking oh, at it with, good. with that, right? And, and um, you start comboing stuff up, like you can get some Minor Arcana that gives you an additional three on your movement. So, I mean, you move and you still still have decent range, even with the 18. So, yep. but uh, that that's why I'm looking at it for that, right? And like, I even, even thinking about it too, even with like the Ultramarines, you know, uh, Boulders would be for my, again, my choice. But no, that's good. That's good to know kind of where everybody's sitting. Yep. It's a it's a solid breakdown, right? Like, there's so many options, mm -hmm. so many ways to play. Let's be honest. I've built thirty tactical Walter Marines. We're gonna play thirty tactical Walter Marines. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> oh shit! See, I and I know I'm gonna head down that road eventually. Here, I was just talking with Dan today about I gotta buy either a bunch of like assault marine uh, kits, try and trade for chain swords and stuff, just to get enough to actually make uh, the spoiler squads. Um, We'll see how it goes. I do want to rob some of the bolter arms off my MK6 and attach them to my uh, MK45 word bearers just because I want to take special weapon squads and I don't really want to piss around with the cutting and tweaking of the models because they, they will fit, but it just... I... No. I don't want to really deal with that crap, so... Wanted I'm less worried about the chain sword arms. I'm more worried about the bolt pistols at this point. Why? Like what they're going to look like? Just harder to find. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you like you can find a shit ton of the uh, you know the standard 40k uh, ones. Even the Chaos Space Marine pistols, they're not that different from uh, what the plastic kits have, like the MK2 or sorry MK34. They're not wildly out to lunch. Um, oh, there you go. Battle Bling's got a set of five arms for 
nineteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't like. Don't get me wrong, Battle Bling the kit looks awesome. Five arms, five pistols, but it's just it's nineteen bucks. I'm like, ooh, that's that's spicy. Um, buy me some resin. We can make this work. Oh, that's good. I like that too. 3D printing. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got bottles, man. I got bottles. You just tell me what kind you want. And I'll, I'll get it. Okay. So but. yeah, overall, that's kind of uh, the theoretical portion of it. Anyways, it's just yeah. Let us know. I won't, I'm really curious to hear what other guys think about the squads. If they think twenty man are worth it. If they think the tens are the way to go. There's just this is just with tactical marines too, right? There's so many ways to kind of um, play out, and I, I still want to have more of these talks as we continue to crank through games and uh, play more and start, you know, uh, learning learning the game actually like inside out. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. like Bill said, hear your comments. You know, post on the page and the links, all that stuff. Let us know. And uh will be uh, some good info sessions for maybe somebody sees something we don't, right? So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Thanks for uh, listening, everyone. And we'll definitely catch you uh, next week. Hey, guys. Thank you very much. Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.